Well, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the wraparound. And as you guys probably listened to last week's, it was our Stanley Cup finals preview. And now some games have been played. So this one's kind of our, I guess, special Stanley Cup final episode. So no longer preview. It's actually the final. So wouldn't it have been nice if they could have like finished the series off before this episode? And it would have been it would have been perfect. I mean, it wouldn't have been perfect for Alessia, but it would have been perfect for the show's timing. Like really, <laughs> like it would have made our job so much easier. Just talk about how everything ended. You know what went wrong, what went right. But no, here we are. The Habs did win the game for in Montreal. They live another day, and they'll be playing Tampa maybe tomorrow which will be the seventh so probably the day that you guys are listening to this maybe not because the girls are telling me that there is a hurricane warning in tampa bay the wraparound with grace alessia and marjorie But yes, we're going to talk about what's been going on, what happened during these four, uh, first four games, if uh, Montreal can, you know, continue. I will say nothing more than that, uh, but we'll talk about it. We're going to get right into it, so I hope you guys enjoy. Um, so yeah, let's get started. First off, I'm going to ask you guys um, what's been the most upsetting um, or exciting thing from this series so far for me i'm gonna start with upsetting because (laughs) oh really (laughs) i'm gonna start with upsetting because i think in this series game two was probably the closest game well even in score you could tell it was the closest game and there is something in that game that kind of rubbed me the wrong way i guess you can say and that was montreal had a four on three and they decided to play weber and gustafson and they didn't play cole caulfield and when you're on a four on three, especially against Tampa, and it's like crucial to the game, I don't understand why you would play two defensemen there. It would have made a huge difference in the game if you had a sole defender. And I, I wouldn't even say Weber, maybe probably Petrie and Caulfield there. So I think in terms of that game, if there would have been a different decision there, it would have made a huge difference. So, and then I guess exciting was Josh Anderson's overtime goal yesterday. And not only like Josh Anderson is a type of player, if you see him like in media scrums, he loves to hype up the team. He loves to, you know, talk, like talk about the team and how much belief they have. But every time he does that, he always shows up. And that's what I find amazing about that player. So I guess that would be my exciting thing because they finally won a game. I'll start with exciting because I'm going to piggyback off of that and say it's the same moment for me and also be very transparent and say that I was camping all weekend and have not seen a single game of this series. (laughs) (laughs) I am just getting back to earth and cell phone service in the past like 24 hours. So Um, I think upsetting for me is last week I was talking about how how much I was looking forward to this being a real battle of the goalies, a low scoring series. And how I thought it was going to be drawn out for quite a long time. And then we didn't really get that in the first three games. Um, Tampa was kind of mopping the floor with the Habs there for a while. So 
I'd have to say that that was probably the most upsetting thing for me is that I didn't get to hear about because I wasn't going to see it. I didn't get to hear about those really tough goalie battles in this series so far. And um, Grace, you mentioned about, you know, the kind of predictions we made last week and the things you guys were kind of expecting from this series or, you know, players you thought would kind of be the difference maker for, for each team. And so kind of going back to those points and we're going to kind of reevaluate it and see who has been the difference maker for each team. You know, it has our, have your predictions been correct or have been they wrong? And uh, we'll see, you know, maybe any surprises and um, yeah. So let's talk, let's talk about that. So last week I kind of switched up Marjorie's question. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> instead of saying who I thought would be the difference maker, I went with what would be the difference maker. And that was Tampa Bay's power play Montreal's penalty kill. And Tampa Bay has a very strong power play. We've seen that through this series. It's been very su- successful. But last night, Montreal's penalty kill was very good, especially when Weber took a four-minute penalty at the end of the third period, which led into overtime if Montreal didn't kill that penalty with Tampa Bay's power play, the Stanley Cup could have been awarded last night. So that was huge. So that's what I would say is a difference maker because both have been strong for each team. So special teams. And I kind of mentioned, I think that the young guns for Montreal were definitely going to be a difference maker and they have Caulfield, Suzuki. KK is now out of the lineup, but we'll we'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> You got to ask the question of is Montreal on repeat? Because this series feels very familiar in different ways, but still very familiar to the first round. Game four, they picked it up with their penalty kill and with their young guys. And I just want to know are we headed down the same road? I'm not saying we are. The, the jinx cloud that hovers over us cannot catch me with these words. I'm just asking the question. We have to be very careful with the way we certain sentences and the way we say certain things because so. there's li- the difference maker for me I guess this week is still Montreal's mindset I think I mentioned that last week and I highlighted this quote from Ducharme he says it's probably part of our destiny and that's just like concerning everything that's been going on in this series and a that reminds me of something Marjorie would say <laughs> stop it <laughs> like, i mean it's actually something i would say. wait for the wait for the world to give it to you because that'll be your fate um <laughs> but i still think that they're hanging on they're not getting pushed aside their mindsets aren't faltering i don't think um and i think that that's going to be a difference maker for them in this series again i 100 percent agree i think i mentioned this so many times during the leafs Hab series where I said there that the Habs had a, a way different mentality than the Leafs and that's ultimately what made them win the series that their mentality was uh, we can win instead of let's try not to lose and so um, I think if they kind of bring that back again and then I think things can happen again I won't say too much but uh, but I, I completely agree and uh, you know the golden I guess question here is kind of the question that we always ask ourselves ask ourselves or the one that people always kind of seem to bring up when it comes to to big series like this where it's three and one or three oh or whatever um you know what changes should each team make in order to either clinch the series or win the the cup for tampa bay 
or to keep going and eventually win the cup for Montreal. What changes? Montreal needs to be more consistent with their penalty kill, I think, because um, that's what got them through basically the entirety of the playoffs. And I think that if they keep heading down that train ride, they'll be all right with their killer penalty kill because that thing's incredible. Um, Tampa, the changes they need to make, I don't really think they need to do anything. Last night, Montreal was just a little bit more on top of their game, but you know, after four games, you expect the teams to be a little tired and Montreal capitalized on that. Um, so I kind of think that Tampa just should just keep being Tampa. You know, Kucherov has an insane amount of goals, I think. I, what stat was I? I don't remember what stat I was reading earlier, but it like made my jaw drop. I was like, what is Tampa doing here? Um, but yeah, I just think that Tampa's doing really well the way they are. And if they just kind of stick with that, but with a little more energy, I think we'll see it. They can see it through. Yeah, exactly what Grace said in terms of Tampa. I really don't see anything that they can change. I just think that, like Grace mentioned, Montreal kind of found their game again last night. And I think Tampa's been pretty consistent throughout this entire series. For Montreal, I think last night them making the move to put in Kulak and Romanov was probably one of their best moves because Gustafson, like a guy like Gustafson in def like on defense, he's particularly only effective on the power play. So when you're playing five on five, who's eating up his minutes because he's kind of seen as a liability now, and that's Shea Weber and Sherrod. And I think in past series, it's worked, but now it's catching up to those two defensemen. So I think putting in a young kid like Alexander Romanov and Brett Kulak, who's been pretty well in the regular season, I think that was a great move. So I think they just keep going, riding off of their momentum that they got from last night. And I think those two defensemen should stay in the lineup. Beautifully said. And... As always, we move on to the very highly anticipated question of the week. And since Alessia was talking about young guns, um, this question has to do with one particular young gun from the Habs. And so my question for you two is, should Ducharme keep Kokunyemi out for game five as well? Grace, give me your answer. I'm going to keep it very brief because I think this is Alessia's real moment to shine this entire show. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's my answer because I think they took him out and they won. Keep him out maybe for another game, but also was it reliant on the fact that Kakanyemi wasn't in the lineup? No, but I don't, I don't know. It's such an interesting thing. I want to know what Alessia thinks about it because I feel like she's got some, some, some thoughts. Answer. Yeah. So let's give us your answer. Similar to to your thoughts, for me, knowing Ducharme and what he's done in these playoffs, he's gonna go with with what's been working. And they pulled Katkanyami yesterday. They won. I don't see him making any lineup changes from last from what he put out last night, just because it worked. Now, was I for taking him out? before last night's game no i wasn't for it because i i think he's been amazing in the playoffs and he's such a young player this experience is amazing for him and he hasn't been too bad i was thinking maybe another guy potentially a stall they would take out but the thing is is that 
it's hard to take out Stahl because their fourth line has been incredible. So it's kind of like, you know, you take him out, fine. It worked. So if it worked, I'm expecting Ducharme to keep him out of the lineup, which sucks, but it is what it is. That's a good point. Like, if you're going to take him out, then take him out. Like, don't go back and forth. That was a good question. Nice, short, and sweet. No conflict. Everybody got some answer for me, and it was at least one answer. Maybe not the yes or no I was really looking for, Grace. But you, you know, know what? She, she gave me one. That's all that matters. You know, sometimes you have to adapt. <laughs> and speaking of adapting, I have a question for Alessia because I feel like we haven't talked about this for so long. I need to know what Alessia's current stance as of 7.12 p.m. on Tuesday, July 6th. Um, what is your stance on Mark Bergevin? Um, his red suit is very lucky. There's All my right. stance. Good answer. <laughs> I think, I, I think, I think um his team is exceeding expectations is what i would say that's a high compliment for mark bergevin ladies and gentlemen there you go that is i was really hoping for <laughs> yeah a little bit of slander <laughs> a little bit of conflict but i'm glad that you've decided to take the high road alessia our sweet girl has grown grace she has grown up that's the end of this week's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, next week when we're going to be talking to you guys, or, or maybe sooner than that, depending on how everything goes, um, you'll hear our thoughts, uh, closing thoughts on the playoffs, on you know the whole season in general, what to expect for next season, off season, all that fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned. Keep uh, up to date with us on all our socials. Uh, as I always say, please message us, comment on our videos, leave us likes, uh, leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, wherever you can leave us a review. We greatly appreciate anything you leave for us. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>